0: time, I want to have a little something on men, helping men, but this will help us all. Samson. I prayed with a fellow this morning, local builder, strong fellow. And he said it was actually Samson was his childhood hero. He said, as a little boy, I just, I just love Samson. And he said, it's actually through Samson he came to Christ. And I had never heard such a thing. Amen. But I thought that was different this morning. But Samson was a not-so-super man. Amen? Samson had incredible strength. And we'll see it as we study And We're going to give it one more week after this one. And you'll see his strength. But today we're going to see his strength and we're going to see his weaknesses. How many can name one weakness of Samson? He had a weakness with blank. Women. That was the number one answer. Number one answer. Yep, that's true, but he had other weaknesses. It's usually not just the weakness with women that causes a fellow to fall. It's other weaknesses that he has as well. Or a woman. I've always been harder on men about adultery, sex outside of marriage, until it happened to me. And I realize there's a whole lot of cheating women too. You hear me, yes or no, say, y'all hear me or not? So when you're looking at Samson, you can call her Sampsella if you want to, if it'll help you. Amen. I don't give a hoot. We're going to learn together to honor our vows and our commitments to one another. Amen. Say, not to hurt our families and our children. It's a very important message. Samson, here we go. Look at the bees and the honey. Roger said he tried because we're this message has to do a little bit with honey. It has to do with some women. And Roger said, but when he put the picture, when he asked for honey and women, it was stuff he couldn't put on the screen. So he just went with the honey. He didn't know I was going to say that. I'll say anything. It's the truth. Here we go. Samson, a strong weakness. Last week was a strong beginning. Roger, let's go now, buddy. Here we go. It's all on you now, buddy. Can't blame it on me. Last week we saw Samson had a strong beginning. Let's review real quick. Now stay awake with me. No child ever born had a better start and more potential to be a spiritual leader than Samson. Nobody. Nobody. All right? So you can have a strong beginning and that's awesome. Or you can grow up in a hellhole like I did and not have any strong beginning at all. But take that bit of Jesus and put it in your mouth and it'll be surprised. You'll be surprised where he can take you in life. Amen? Just because you have a strong beginning doesn't mean it's going to fly. It didn't with this rascal. Samson. He was born as a child of prayer. We talked about it last week. He came as a direct result of a visit from the angel of the Lord. Most of you can't put that on your little book you write about yourself. Angel of the Lord visited my mama and here I am. Probably ain't happening. He was raised by a mom and a dad who were sensitive and obedient to God. These were great parents and good people that wanted to do right for their child by the Lord. Good people. And, and, and he was a Nazarite, this boy. What does that mean? Even his, in his mother's womb, the Bible says to the mama, don't drink any strong drink or have anything to do with a, with a dead body of any sort. And the other one was, to uh, when when the razor was to never come upon his head, the Nazarite vow. He was set apart for God, for life, from the womb to the tomb. This is this is Samson. And I said last week I could be a Nazarite. I got the hair thing down pat now. Don't need to cut it no more. I don't drink. And what was the other one? Oh, and I certainly ain't going to have nothing to do with no dead body. You got that? Yes or no? So i mean, I'm in, baby. I'm in. So how did he do? How did Samson do as a Nazarite growing up in a great home? How did he do? Well, not too good. Now, we're going to study the Bible. Y'all all right? Yes or no? This is what we do here. Put it on the big screen. You get to see the scriptures right in your face. Here we go. Now, Samson was the seventh and last judge in the book of Judges. There's a cycle that Israel would go through from bondage to repentance and then they get abundance and just like America, then, you know, apathy and then all of a sudden, you know, complacency and then before you know it, dependency on the government, not on God, then all of a sudden you're in bondage again. That's what Israel did, and God would send a judge. Not necessarily the word judge. He didn't think of it like we do, but it was a deliverer. God would send a deliverer, somebody who would fight against Israel's enemies and would deliver them from the bondage that they'd put themselves back under. So he's the seventh and last judge. So now Samson is a grown man, and I can only imagine how good-looking this guy is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, muscles to beat off. That hair was long. Y'all with me? Hello. I miss a good-looking rascal. Strong, big, beautiful. And he had a personality, oh my gosh, to go with it. You'll see. And Samson went down to Timnath. And he saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, we learned something about the Philistines last week. How did they stay a menace? And a thorn to Israel all those years. Two ways trade, trade, trade. I said last week, trade's a big deal now in the news, isn't it? Had the big G7 yesterday. President Trump stood up and said, We've been to piggy bank all these years and you've been robbing us. No more piggy bank. And now he's the bad guy because we're not going to subsidize the world anymore. Isn't that funny? It's, we've been waiting for somebody to say that a long time, ain't we? Yes or no? Is that the truth or not? Say. Whether you like him or not. You know what I mean? He said it. As soon as he got on the plane, old Justin up there in Canada said, he insulted me. <laughs> then, Trump, then Trump tweets, don't sign the agreement we agreed on. If he's going to get up and talk like that in Brother press. <laughs> That's funny, man. So trade's a big deal now, isn't it? We used to say, buy in America, made in America, but we don't, we don't really believe that. We used to say it though, didn't we? But do we believe it? Trade's a big deal. There's other ways that countries can, can hurt our country other than just nuclear weapons and arms and things like that. We, we're finding that out. But that's what they did a long time ago. The Philistines, through trade, they controlled trade routes. They controlled the Mediterranean Sea area. And they also controlled or got, in, got into Israel and could control them through intermarriage. Can you say intermarriage? Okay, and that was a command that God said. He wanted to keep a, a race, the Israel people, the people of Israel. Jesus was going to come through that lineage. and It was a big deal with God. It wasn't he's racist. It was nothing like that at all. He was, he was trying to preserve for himself a people. But they didn't do it. And so here's Samson, the judge. Here's this guy who was born to be a deliverer. Look what he does. He goes down to Timnath, and he's looking at the Timnath women. And he came up and told his father, now this is hilarious, and his mother and said, I've seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistine. Now, therefore, go get her for me to wife. I'd have popped that joker right upside the head. Even if he was bigger than me. Whap! on with you, idiot? Get no woman for you? Then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of our brethren? Isn't like five million people enough for you to look out there and find somebody? You got to go take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? This is against God's law, man. What you doing, fool? This is how they talk. And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, because she pleases me well. I would have said, go to your room. (laughs) Can you believe this stuff? You ought to read the Bible. It is funny, man. So, his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord. Wow, of the Lord. Hmm. Hmm. You mean the Lord's involved in all this stuff? With Samson? Because he sought an occasion against the Philistines. See, they're under the control of the Philistines. And God's going to use this sinful man, Samson. Now, it doesn't mean that this was right. But God's letting this happen out out and about. Because he's going to use this sucker to fight these Philistines. He's going to let him get on the inside a little bit. So... So he didn't know this, that it was of the Lord, that he saw an occasion of the Philistines. For at that time, the Philistines had what over Israel? Dominion. So they were in the land. They had conquered the land. But now six times prior, they had lost the land, basically. And here they are again, a seventh time. And... God's going to hes gonna go through judgment and things like that, but he's going to deliver them. So let's look at Samson, though. We're trying to focus on him today. So a strong weakness. He was strong. He had strong parents. Can you say that? He had strong what? But he had a strong weakness. He was what? That was Samson's weakness. Strong parents, but he was self-centered. I'll do what I want, and I'll get what I want. I'll do what I want, and I want that woman down there. Go get her for me. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath, and they came to the vineyards of Timnath, and behold, a young lion roared against him, against Samson. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily on Samson. And he rent this lion with his hands like he would have rent a, a lamb. And he had nothing in his hand. He beat this lion to death with his bare hands. That's some man right there. But he didn't tell his mother and his father what he had done. And he went down and he talked with the woman. And she pleased Samson well. That's, I added the inflection there. And after a time, he returned to take her. And he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. So he stayed down there a while with that woman. And he sees this old dead carcass laying there. A dead body. Is it a dead body? It's a dead body. He not have anything to do with what kind of body? Dead body. Not just a people body. Anybody body. Stay away from the dead bodies. So he sees the dead body. The carcass of the lion, and behold, there was a swarm of bees inside that thing. Inside the carcass of the lion. And he took his hands and stuck it in there. Got him some honey. And he came to his father and his mother, and he gave them some of this honey. I like good honey. Don't you like good honey? I like good honey. like the honeycomb and all that. And they ate it. But he did not tell them that he had taken the honey out of the dead body of a lion. Because you know his mom and daddy ain't going to eat it, right? Yes or no? Eat that thing. So we're, we're finding out something about this guy. We're seeing his weaknesses. So his father went down unto the woman and Samson made there a feast for so used the young men to do. So let's look again. A strong weakness. Where was Samson strong? Well, we saw the parent thing. But now look at this one. He was strong how? Physically. Yeah, Arnold. Look at him. Arnold don't look like that today. Have you seen him? But anyway, that's another story. That's another story. Anyway, but spiritually he was weak. Oh, he was strong. He could whoop that lion with his bare hands. But he was spiritually weak. God had called him to a certain task and a certain purpose from his birth. And he was going against the ways of God. He was carnally minded. He was hungry, so he ate it. didn't matter what God said, there it is, I'm going to eat it. Do what I want to do. He lacked spiritual commitment to the Lord. Are y'all listening or not? Keep looking. It came to pass when they saw him, went down to do this wedding deal. With this woman. And I'm skipping a little bit, but not a lot. When they saw him, they brought 30 companions to be with him. And Samson said unto them, I will now, this is a little bit difficult, but hang in with me. I will now put forth a riddle to you. He's speaking to the people there. If you can declare certainly it unto me within the seven days of this feast and find it out that I'll give you 30 sheets and 30 changes of garments. If you can answer this riddle. But if you cannot declare the riddle unto me, then you shall give me thirty sheets and thirty changes of garments. And they said unto him, Put forth your riddle, that we may hear it. And he said unto them, Out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days figure out his riddle. Now, you know the riddle, right? The lion and the honey. They had no idea. So, he's setting forth this riddle to these folks. And I saw a weakness there. Maybe not everybody agree with me on this one. But he was strong intellectually. Samson was smart as a whip. Okay? So, he's strong. Strong parents. Physical strength. Intellectual strength. This guy's smart. But we've seen his weaknesses. I'll do what I want to do. Amen? And we've seen it. His weakness to me, look at him, there he is. I don't care how many muscles a guy's got. If he's looking like that, I'm just going to probably not not take your advice too much. Amen? But he's foolish. Foolish. Here he is. He's in a, he's a place he shouldn't even have gone. The Lord's still going to work through all that. But he's in a place, decision-making he shouldn't have made. And now he's playing foolish mind games with the people. You understand or not? I believe Samson was like that. I believe he played mind games. You ever been with somebody that played mind games? Let me see some hands. Say, some mind games? You ever been hurt by people like that, playing with your mind and your head? Sure. Mind games. Those are, that's my thoughts. So we're seeing some strengths of Samson and some weaknesses. It came to pass on the seventh day that they said unto Samson's wife, he married this chick, entice your husband. Here's her people, her people, her people, are saying we're going to lose this bet. We're going to have to give him all this stuff. And so we need you to entice your husband these are Philistines. These are ruthless suckers. Entice your husband that he may declare unto us the riddle. Look at this. Lest we burn you and your father's house with fire. Did you hear that? I mean, that's like, what? This is like the mafia in the Bible right here. You're going to have to entice him to tell you the riddle because we ain't giving up nothing. If you don't get it from him, we're going to burn you. And your whole family. Uh, Any part of that you don't understand. Because it's you that called us to take. To do this. We've been invited here for you and all this. And we met this joker. We're putting it back on you, ma'am. And Samson's wife wept before him. Before Samson. She's going to play him now. Thou dost but hate me. That's the as they do that sometimes. Here we go. Thou dost but hate me, and you don't love me. Men and women do this. You put forth a riddle unto the children of my people, and you have not told it to me. You keep it stuff from me, baby. And he said unto her, "Behold, I have not told it to my father or my mother. You think I'll be telling you?" And she wept before him seven days that's a crying long time right there that'll wear a man down that wear me down oh man you ain't crying you know you while their feast lasted and it came to pass on the seventh day that he what he what he told her because she lay sore on him i mean that's a that's a funny line there in the bible you ever had anybody do that to you I'm not talking about laying on top of you. I'm talking about that crying, that whining, that whatever they're doing, and it just laid sore on you. How many you ever had that happen to you? Whoo! I got wore out after that. Ooh man, get off me. They ain't on you, but it's like they are. This is funny stuff to me. And she told the riddle to the people. So, what's going to happen? And the men of the city said unto him on the seventh day before the sun went down, What's sweeter than honey? What's stronger than a lion? What's sweet, what is sweeter than honey? And what is stronger than a lion? And he said unto them, another funny line in the Bible. If you hadn't a plowed with my heifer, you wouldn't have found out my riddle. I'm just saying, fellas, don't ever use that line. (laughs) Don't ever use that line right there. You hear me? Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. If you're in a plow in my head. That's funny stuff. Serious, though, isn't it? Strong. We've seen all kinds of strength that he had. This guy had amazing power. But he lacks self-control. He could be played by a woman. And ladies, you know, many of you can say, I've been played by a man. Amen, yes or no? This is good for us. I wonder why God puts all this in the Bible. Do you think he wants us to be wise, wants us to be strong? Wants us to, You know, he didn't have to put this in the Bible. It's there for our learning, isn't it? And I'm just trying to dig up stuff and see what I can find. I think we're finding some stuff. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. And he went down to Ashkelon and he slew 30 men. Where are you going to get all this garments and change of clothes and raiment and stuff? Well, Samson said, I'll just go kill some people. That's what he did. He went down and he he slew 30 men. They were enemies anyway. What's the big deal? That's how he's thinking. He slew 30 men of them. He took their spoil. He gave change of garments unto them which expounded the riddle. And his anger was kindled and he went up to his father's house. He left. Left her. That didn't work out too well, did it? He went back to his father's house. But Samson's wife was given to his what? To a companion whom he had used as a friend. How many of you really don't know the story of Samson that well? Not as well as you thought. Let me see your hands. You just really don't know it as well. You just thought it was like he was strong, he got his eyes poked out. Usually you don't get your eyes poked out at first. It usually comes later. Understand, yes or no? This guy had a lot of stuff that led up to his eyes getting poked out. We're going to get to the poked out part later, but not today. So he was strong. He was strong outwardly, this guy. Very strong outwardly. But inwardly, this man was weak. We're seeing that. This man was weak inside. Again, emotional. He was given to fits of anger and rage. The Bible says, make no friendship with an angry man. Did you hear me? Say that with me. Make no friendship with an angry man. Say it one more time. Make no friendship. With an angry man. And you can put angry woman right there. But women. That, especially women that have relationships. With angry men. Are absolute nuts. But A lot of times they are in the relationship. They want to think the best. They want to forgive. But the Bible teaches us. This is a big weakness when somebody has fits of rage and anger. Yes or no? Amen or oh me? Yeah, I tell women this. If a man will hit you, he'll kill you. That's what I tell women. If he will raise his hand and hit you, he will kill you. Did you hear what I just said? I don't care if you like it or not. If a man will raise his hand to hit a woman, he'll kill her. Oh, that's extreme, Gary. Happened to my mama. Find somebody else that's going to be weak on this. I'm not going to be weak on it. Amen or owe me? Man raises his hand to a woman. hurt. I'd leave today. Crazy to put yourself. How many have gone through that? Ladies, you've gone through some of that crap. Horrible, isn't it? And you agree with me, don't you? Good. We're learning. That's what we come to church for to learn. But it came to pass within a while after, in the time of wheat and harvest, that Samson visited his wife. Now he's going back there with a kid, with a lamb. And he said, I'll go into my wife, into the chamber. So we know what he is, right? Yes or no? Typical, correct? But her father wouldn't let him go in. Her father said, I barely thought that you utterly hated her the way you left her. And these are Philistine people. These are Philistine people having to school Samson, this Nazarite, on on marriage etiquette here, okay? Therefore I gave her to your companion. Look at this though. Is not her younger sister fairer than her anyway? So don't take a lot from this Joker, okay? Daddy still ain't the brightest bulb here, okay? Guys, that's why we need to put the bit of the Lord in our mouth. Because people will let us down. People will give us good advice one day and be dumb as a box of rocks the next day. But his word is solid. Live your life according to truth. Amen. So, isn't she fairer than her anyway? Take her, I pray thee, instead of her. And Samson said concerning them, Now shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them a displeasure. And Samson's just, he looked crazy here. But these were the enemies of God's people. And that's the thing. Romans eight twenty-eight, And we know all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are they called according to His purpose. That's the thing about God. We're not going to understand stuff until we get to heaven one day. But God can use a lunatic like Samson to even accomplish His purposes. Isn't that craziness, yes or no? how many would say hurt has come into your life it was it was done by somebody that hurt you it was not right what they did was wrong but but and to no credit to them because they were horrible doing what they did to you but it but you are a stronger person and a wiser person today and you're not going to let that happen again let me see some hands see that's called some yeah praise the lord come on that's called some wisdom right there okay and uh, so anyway so God's using this crazy guy. So he says, "Shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them displeasure?" And Samson went and caught three hundred foxes. This was a just a supernatural guy, unbelievable. He took firebrands, tied it to their tail, set them loose, and in the midst of between two tails. Keep looking, keep looking. Tied them together the firebrands, so they're just running crazy. And when he had set the brands on fire, he let them go in the standing corn of the Philistines. I mean, he's mad. He 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 hates these people now. And he burned up both the shocks and also the standing corn and the vineyards and the olives. Then the Philistines said, "Who did this? Who did this to us? These are these are these are awesome people. The Philistines. You don't mess with the Philistines." And they answered, Samson, the son-in-law of the Timnite, Because he had taken his wife and given her to his companion. And the Philistines came up and did what to the woman? And her daddy and the family. I think Samson should have stayed at the house. What do you think? You ever wish you had stayed at the house? Let me see a few hands. You wish you hadn't have done something you did, you wish you'd have stayed at the house. Well, hopefully you learn in now in life. And this is Bible. And Samson said unto them, Though ye have done this, yet will I be avenged of you, and after that I will cease. And he smote them hip and thigh with a great slaughter. He went down and dwelt in the top of the rock Edom. You can almost see him on the top of this rock, just after he had absolutely made hay of these people. Killed many of them. Then the Philistines went up and they pitched in Judah and they spread themselves in Lehi. And the men of Judah said, Why are you come up against us? So now they're coming up against Judah because of what Samson did. And they said, To bind Samson are we come up. To do to him as he did to us. Then 3,000 men of Judah went to the top of the rock, Edom, and said to Samson, Knowest thou not the Philistines are rulers over us? Don't you understand? We are under their control. Why is this that, that you did this to us? And he said unto them, As they did unto me, I did to them. This is crazy. Are you all right? Y'all looking like shocked. Clark's crazy. And they said unto him, we're come down to bind you. Samson, just want to let you know. There's 3,000 of us. Not three of us. Because we know you're strong. But we just want to let you know we came to tie you up. How you doing with that? That we can deliver you in the head of the listings. And Samson said unto them, swear unto me that you will not fall upon me yourselves. Just swear that you ain't going to come against me yourself." And they spoke unto him, saying, "No, we ain't going. We ain't coming against you. That's that. They got their thing with you. We ain't got no thing with you. But we're going to bind you fast. No little, no little weak little knots, him. And we're going to deliver you into their hand. But surely we ain't going to kill you. It's like television, ain't it? And they bound him up with two new cords, not him old cords. And they brought him." Up from the rock. And when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon Samson. And that's the thing that would happen to Samson. Even though he was a lunatic. God used this crazy guy to help defeat the enemies of God. I know that's hard to get across in your head that God is like this. But that's how he is. And so the Spirit of the Lord... Came mightily upon Samson, and the cords that were on his arms became as flax that was burnt loose with fire. <laughs> That'd be scary right there now. If I was on the front row with that line, and then uh oh. And his bands loosed off from his hands, and he found a new jawbone more dead stuff of an ass, a donkey. And he put forth his hand and he took it and he slew a thousand men. Now you can say here if you want to, well, I don't believe the Bible. I don't that's on you. I believe every bit of this. Things I don't understand in the Bible, I'm gonna give God the benefit of the doubt when I get there, He can He can straighten me out, okay? But I know if the Spirit of God comes on somebody that He's big, strong and mighty like this guy was, and he's got this right here and He's coming, I think it happened. It came to pass when he would made an end of speaking that he cast away the jawbone out of his hand and he called that place Ramath-Lehi. Crazy story. And he was sore thirsty. and he called on the Lord and said, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of your servant. Now he's all spiritual. And now I die for thirst. I've been working so hard. And I'm going to fall into the hands of uncircumcised Philistines if you don't give me something to drink. But God clave an hollow place that was in the jaw, and there came out water there, there. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and he revived. Wherefore, he called the name of Enhakor, which is in Lehi unto this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines for twenty years. All right? So, Samson was a well-known fellow in the area. <laughs> okay, so he judged him. What can we learn? A strong weakness. Let's learn today. Let's, let's see what we learned, and then, then we're going to be done. Are you all right? hope you're not asleep on me. A little bit different style of preaching today than I normally do, but I like it. He had strong parents. He got good advice, and he got good direction in his life. But his weakness, he was self-centered. It's all about me. I'll do what I want and I'll get what I want. Are y'all seeing it? We're trying to learn about the man today. But when we're learning about him, we're learning about us. Check yourself out. He was physically strong. He's in excellent shape. Excellent shape. But spiritually, he was carnally minded. He was lacking spiritual commitment it's, a, it's 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 funny how much people can know they can be smart they can be in great shape they can tell you everything about this or that they know zippo about the lord about the way you should live your life and walk samson was a real zero in that department intellectually he was very strong he was bright and knowledgeable he was quick-witted. You could see that about him, no doubt about it. That's why I call it, he had personality out the, off the chart here, man. Incredible. But he was foolish. Instead of using this for the Lord, he used it to play mind games, mess with people. That's not a good thing. To me, it's not. Strong, very powerful, powerful guy. I think he was incredibly attractive. I think when you saw Samson, ladies, you'd go, oh, my gosh, there is Samson. <laughs> I even think the guys went like, man, I want to be like him. Wish I looked like him. Wish I was in good shape like him. Have you said that lately when you saw somebody I have? I was like, man, I wish I was in shape like that guy. As I get older, I'm doing that more. You know, I know it's going to get bad in the next few years. I'm gonna be, I wish I was as good as that old man over there. I don't want to say that. But anyway, here we go. So weakness was self-control. He could be easily played. He could see a woman. She could do a little something maybe. And he was hook, line, and sinker, tongue hanging out. As I've grown now in life, I've learned there's more to marriage than your tongue hanging out. Hello? Yeah, when I first, years ago, I was in college. remember tongue hanging out. I've learned there's a little bit more to a woman than that. Y'all hear me or not? About time, right? Clark finally learned. No. <laughs> no, I've learned there's a little bit more to a relationship than that. Amen, say. And guess what? I can't be easily played like that. So you get a little wiser. Yes or no? Hello? Amen? But I still see people like that. What's really disgusting and gross is when you're like in your 40s or something, or even your 50s, and you're still trying to do that, to come on to guys like that, ladies. You know what? I don't recommend it. It just doesn't look that good anymore. Take it for what it's worth. you listening to me or not? How about character, integrity, personality, honor? How about those things? Does that matter? Yes or no? Amen? Come on, dependable, hardworking, honest, trustworthy. Is that important to fellows? Yes or no? Do we like that? Say, amen. And guys, especially you in your 40s and 50s, that's really disgusting. So I just say ditto to what I said to the ladies, okay? So I'm sorry. You didn't know you were getting all this today, did you? So he was strong, outwardly mighty and strong, inwardly, inwardly. I mean, he's strong. And a lot of people give off that kind of air. They're strong. But when they get home, they can be the spiritual leader, it looks like, out here. And we're strong and morals and get home and beat the wife. Or cuss the wife. I've done so much counseling, I'm not shocked at anything anymore. Things that people... Because if I got both of them there, I ask them both to their face. You understand? So don't come see me if you don't want me to ask both of you to your face. Okay? Because I'm not intimidated. doesn't bother me. But the bottom line is, it, it's amazing how people can be here. Not just at church, but in our community. But they're different when they're at the house sometimes. You know why? Given to anger... Because they are weak. Something we need to fight against. Amen. We'll close. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Say it with me. And having done all to what? To stand. Amen. Roger, are we done? Be strong. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're done with Samson today. Jesus strong. Amen.